here is everything you need. This ain't no get rich quick thing. Create your own economy. Cause we ahead of the crypto curve. Yeah. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. Yeah. Learn from the queen of crypto, your host. Nigel Roberts, leading people out of financial slavery through Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. Learn to get left behind. Good afternoon, good afternoon, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. Today is Friday, February 17th, 2023. And what a great day it is. I would like to say happy birthday to several Cryptopians today. We have Mrs. Dorothy Branch, Sam Kimbrough, Artis Upchurch, Avery Thompson, and Courtney Daniel. I would like to say again, happy birthday to each and every one of you. I hope that your day is filled with love, peace, joy, and happiness this day. If you would like to get a shout out for your birthday, please feel free to send me a text message at 424-317-7373. Again, 424-317-7373. And we have a lot to talk about today. It is Black Futures Month. And we have a gentleman by the name of Daudu that is in our community. He hails from Boston, Massachusetts. And um, he actually came out to visit us on tour. He is a member of the Black Bitcoin Billionaires. And he is now doing a podcast by which he is interviewing people that are African-American in the cryptocurrency space. And so we're really excited about what he's doing by way of the Bitcoin space, just spreading the word, what we call orange pilling people. <laughs> you know, you got the red pill, the blue pill, what we call orange pill, as I stated before, teaching and educating people on Bitcoin. And so that is what he is doing. Our quote for the day comes from me. And that quote basically says for regulators to rest upon an old money formula for new money in this day and age will be working against the interests of our community in the name of consumer protection. And it will slumber and prolong our financial situation, stifling our community once again. And so I am saying that because there are some things that have come out that are popping the heads up where again, our Congress and senators and everybody that is in Washington is talking about how they need to protect our community, meaning the African-American community. 
They need to protect us from this thing called cryptocurrency. When in fact, they have not protected us from the banks, predatory lenders, paycheck. Um, what are these checking the cash? I'm going to just call it checking the cash and any of these other lending platforms that we are utilizing that are charging us anywhere from 24 to 2300 percent. They have not protected us in the past. So all of a sudden, when there is something that we can actually benefit from, they want to protect us from it. And I have to say, I want to um, I'm going to read some things so you can understand where this is coming from. Because what I have recognized following money for the years that I followed money, that when rules and regulation comes out or there are things that they want to kind of slide under the radar, they tend to do these things when there is massive news going on. So in the in the event that something catastrophic is happening and all the news channels are talking about this one thing. They slide something in under the radar. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? They absolutely did that just last month. And so I am going to share with you exactly what they did. Slide right under our noses because we were not paying attention. Just seems like they're always working off of our distractions. So when we come forward, we're going to have this cryptocurrency conversation. And I am going to share with you exactly when our United States administration put out this letter that none of us were paying attention to because we were watching something that was absolutely relevant to our community. And in fact, it was just brought to my attention yesterday. And a lot of us that are in this space that are champions for Bitcoin, champions for the African-American and the Latinx community getting into the Bitcoin space, we missed it because of how they played it out. And so I'm going to bring it out today on today's show. So when we come forward, we will jump into this administration roadmap from the White House. This is KBLA. Talk 1580. In a moment, moment. more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. Footwear is sold. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome forward. So I'm just going to ask you a question. Well, most of us on January the 27th were glued to either the television or our social media. Because that's actually the day that the Memphis Police Department released the video of Tyree Nichols. And most of us were outraged and we were scrolling through looking at different views, different commentators. We were we were listening to different things as it related to that particular case. And that being said. That very day, for some reason, our White House decided to put out the administration's roadmap to mitigate cryptocurrency risks. And so I'm going to just read you just a tad bit of it, just the introduction and the conclusion. And we're going to have a little bit of a talk about what they are saying. 
And this came out not necessarily, of, of course, not from our president, but it was written by a couple of other individuals that are in his cabinet. And it basically said 2022 was a rough, tough year for cryptocurrencies. In May, a so-called stable coin imploded, prompting a wave of insolvencies. Just months later, a major cryptocurrency exchange collapsed. Many everyday investors who trusted cryptocurrency companies, including young people and people of color, suffered serious losses. But thankfully, turmoil in the cryptocurrency markets has had little negative impact on the broader financial system to date. While cryptocurrency might be relatively new, the behavior we have seen from some cryptocurrency companies exhibits the risks posed by this behavior are apparent. As an administrator, our focus is on continuing to ensure that cryptocurrencies cannot undermine financial stability to protect investors and to hold bad actors accountable. I wholeheartedly agree. And we're going to talk about that in the second. The end of this whole paper states the administration wholeheartedly supports responsible technology, technological innovation that makes financial services cheaper, faster, safer, and more accessible. Yet to realize these benefits, new technologies needs to consumerate safeguards. Safeguards will ensure that the new technologies are secure and beneficial to all and that the new digital economy works for the many, not just for the few. To put the right safeguards in place, we will keep driving forward the digital asset framework we've developed while working with Congress to achieve these goals. And I am glad to hear that. And I'm glad to hear that they are constantly saying that they are going to make their rules and regulations equitable to all, which is a start. But I still hear the underlying tone that our community somehow is a lot different than other communities. And I'm going to just say that because throughout this document, they make inferences to individuals. And it, that may be because that makes they make inferences to individuals such as myself. I'll say it that way. Um, and it may just because we've been all on their heads as it relates to making sure that they don't pass any laws that are going to prevent the African-American community and the Latinx community from participating in cryptocurrency by trying to make this about being an accredited investor. And so one of the things that I have always touted them with is the fact that they don't deal with payday lenders the way they're dealing with cryptocurrency. And we leave, we lose massive amounts of money in our community every single month when that single mother or though that family 
for that matter, goes and takes out that payday loan. They're paying astronomical uh, interest on those loans. And that is raping and pillaging our community for sure. And so they need to do something with that. They need to do something with the fact that when you write an NSF check because you don't have money in your account or money to cover the thing that you are buying, you get a $30 fee. And most banks are, uh, there are a couple of banks that are over the $30, but let's think about or look at the facts that in 2020, prior to COVID, $60 billion was taken from our community in non-sufficient fund fees. Please protect our community from those types of things because we eventually have to pay that $30 I absolutely we do, because when our whenever any money enters our account, it absorbs that first to pay that debt that they paid off for us. So in essence, you're paying that thirty dollars for a I would say like a cash advance to pay for that item, whether it's groceries, whether it's gas, whatever it is. And so I think that our White House needs to take a broader look at things other than just cryptocurrency, but literally we don't hear any of these arguments for our community around the things that they have been doing to us for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. And it's really sickening to continue to have these types of memos come out. And then they specifically say that these different incidents have hurt young people and people of color. Well, I will say to you that I beg to differ because most African-Americans that are in this space that are listening to the African-Americans that are teaching in this space, we have said from day one not to put your trust in these exchanges, just like you don't put your trust in anything else. And well, unfortunately, we, we put our trust in too many things other than God. And that's what has gotten us into the situation that we're in. But this is a time in history that we have got the opportunity for the very first time, ladies and gentlemen, to really do something about our financial future. And I feel it in my in my very every bone in my body tells me that what we are doing is on time we are in the right place at the right time and i really am prayerful that they will continue through the president biden's directions to really identify the risks of cryptocurrencies which the only risk is somebody else holding on to your bitcoin Period. You will end all of these conversations. You will end all of these people running off and all of this hacking and all of these other things that people will only just be custodians of their own cryptocurrency. Be your own bank. That is the only thing they need to do to to mitigate the use or the loss of people's Bitcoin and all of these other things. It's just that simple, but they won't do that because they always are looking for a way to make sure, unfortunately, that we're not able to do what the broader financial system is doing to date. And it's really interesting that they said, you know, that young people and people of color were hurt seriously and lost a lot of money. Again, I don't think that that's so. 
uh, overall because I'm seeing I'm seeing African Americans and Latin X doing ph phenomenal in this space right now financially, and I'm really happy for it. Um, and you know I I tried my very best because we have confidentiality with our clients, but I wish I could tell you how many hundred thousand dollars and two hundred thousand dollars and a hundred and fifty thousand dollars that our clients are actually uh utilizing to pay off their houses, pay off pay off cars, pay cars cash. It is beautiful to be able to see this type of thing outside of the regular financial system. I'm not just saying this because this is something that I'm dreaming up. This is happening, ladies and gentlemen, for our community. So people of color definitely have suffered some serious losses because they've listened to the likes of Steph Curry that got them on the wrong platform. They've listened to uh, the likes of a gentleman that I'm going to talk to you about in a few minutes that is paying the government $1.4 million, Mr. Paul Pierce, for not telling his listeners that he was paid to pump those cryptocurrencies. That is how our community is getting hurt, not because of the use of Bitcoin or cryptocurrency. So let us be clear, those superstars, those Kim Kardashians and all those other individuals that we have been listening to is what has gotten our community in trouble. It is not custodying your own Bitcoin or holding your own Bitcoin on your ledger, because I will tell you, everybody that is doing that is winning, winning, not losing, winning, ladies and gentlemen. So. I'm going to uh, before I get off my soapbox, because I get heated when I read this stuff and I get heated when I listen to these congressional whoever, I, just all of those individuals that are on Capitol Hill talking about protecting us, doggone it, protect us from all the stuff that you've allowed to be predatory against us and just and just leave this thing alone because we're doing quite well. And when we're doing quite well, you want to come in and save us. But I'm like that song says, don't save her. She don't want to be saved. Don't save me. That That's it. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, I know I just went off on one, but governments have become accustomed to dictating everything in every aspect of a citizen's life through all the controlling of the money supply. And that's what this is about. Yet Bitcoin threatens this power. And just like Henry Kissinger said, and it's one of his famous quotes, you control the money, you control the world. Hence why multiple countries are actually reacting so strongly against it, desperate to keep their grip on authority. Unfortunately for them, no matter how hard they try, this is something, this thing, Bitcoin, is something that is irrepressible and it is an irrepressible force. With that in context, I need you all to know it is a lot easier to understand why governments around the world are attacking Bitcoin so frequently these days. But try as they might, they won't and indeed they can't stop Bitcoin. So that is where I am at with this thing right now. I'm looking at Rwanda 
and their central bank and they attacked Bitcoin just um, just a couple of days ago. And there's a lot of things going on in Rwanda. But what we need them to also know, we've spoken at length with with at length with some of the people that are over there in Rwanda and just really helping people understand that Bitcoin is not crypto. Even though today I have on the shirt that says crypto rules everything around me. Somebody donated, uh, not donated, they gifted this to me and I appreciate it and I wear it. But Bitcoin is not crypto. Bitcoin is a part, is a asset under the heading cryptocurrency. But crypto is everything other than Bitcoin. So today debunking um, any type of stereotypes or things that will let or have other communities feeling as though black people have lost their life and world savings behind cryptocurrency is absolutely not true. And so again, Bitcoin is not crypto. So consumers and investors that are involved in Bitcoin will not benefit from any of the guarantees or safeguards that any of these platforms are telling them that they are going to have, we will only benefit from guarantees that if we custody our own coin, if we have our own coin and our own wallets, we will be able to circumvent any issues that anyone is having, be it government, be it exchanges, be it the IRS, whatever it is. And again, I am all for us doing exactly what we're supposed to do, paying our fair share in taxes, but not a dime more because we earn our money, hard earned, hard earned money on the sweat and the, the backs of our ancestors. And we ought to be able to do what it with it what we want we ought to be able to get 15 to 20 percent interest on it a month like other communities are doing and we're doing that right now and i'm really excited about that opportunity and i'm not going to allow anything to prevent me from educating our community as to how they can do it in fact just last night i got a statement and i said just last night just this morning i got a statement that said that i made 2.1 percent on my money this week on my bitcoin this week super excited about that i'm not staking i'm not doing any of those things but again it's a part of my diversification in bitcoin where are you going to even be able to get 20 2% on your money in any of the other avenues that they have available to us today, unless we are accredited, accredited investors. And we're not that. I'm not that. You may be, but I'm not. But I will say to you, just as a regular everyday person, getting 2% a week on my money makes me feel very, very excited and hopeful. So ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward after sports news and traffic, we will jump into this cryptocurrency conversation because we're going to do the market update. We got a lot to talk about. This is KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA Talk 1580 is an intervention. When we come forward, includes you. KBLA Talk 1580, turning pain into power. Power. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where hate loses and love wins. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. We are going to jump into our market update today. 
And right now, Bitcoin is trading at $24,683. It is down in the last hour, 0.77%. It is down. It is up in the last 24 hours, 0.8%. And in the last seven days, it's up 14.04%. And uh, there are some interesting things happening in the Bitcoin space. We're going to talk about that in just a second. But Ethereum is trading at $1,706. It's down in the last hour, 0.36%, but it's up in the last 24 hours, 1.6%. And in seven days, it's up 12.3%. Again, as we scroll down and we look at all these other cryptocurrencies, they all mirror what Bitcoin is doing. So again, I decided to just do what I know is for sure. Uh, because there's going to be different regulations that come out and they're going to deem different cryptocurrencies, different types of assets. Some of them are going to be securities and they're going to be banned and and the exchanges that are selling them are going to go to jail or get a fine or just all of these different things. So with Bitcoin, they've already stated that it is property. It's a commodity. So we don't have those worries. And so I just want to help you sleep well at night and not think that anything that you purchase a massive amount of is going to change because it very well could it definitely could change so with that being said let me just give you a couple of updates that you all really need to be knowing about right now cryptocurrency giant Binance. Now, I tell everybody, if you're not going to use my exchange, Binance is a great exchange. I've been with Binance probably about 10 years, eight years, and uh, very happy with what they do. They changed from Binance to Binance.us because the United States regulators had some things that they wanted them to do. And they did that for the United States. But today, ladies and gentlemen, because of what's going on in the United States and the harassment that some of the exchanges are getting, Binance is considering ending relationships with U.S. business partners as regulators turn up the heat. Bank of America and Goldman Sachs economists now see that the Federal Reserve extending its interest rate hike campaign for longer than expected is probably going to happen. And also, ladies and gentlemen, um, the Federal Reserve Governor Michelle Bowman said that the U.S. central banks should be raising interest rates to reduce inflation, which means it's much, much higher than they told us because they were trying to make sure that everything looked good in the market. Remember, I told you all that. I told you that when the jobs report came out, I said something is wrong with that. But they came out behind that and said they had to to just raise the interest rates a little bit because everything was looking good. Well, we're finding out now that a lot of that was not the truth. And so the next thing that happened in the cryptocurrency space specifically is National Baseball, ba excuse me, Basketball Association legend, Mr. Paul Pierce, as I stated, has agreed to pay $1.4 million to settle his U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission allegations that he touted a cryptocurrency token without disclosing that he was paid 
for the promotions. That is what hurts our community. When people are paid to say something about a product, it's like product placement. Unfortunately, it's like radio advertisement or TV as advertisement. But when people are doing those types of things, you know that they paid for that advertisement. They paid for somebody to say those things. So in the cryptocurrency space, because they didn't have to disclose that people took advantage of that. And a lot of our movie stars and athletes really got involved in this cryptocurrency space heavy and they led our people down the wrong path and they definitely should be paying for that. And that is why I have been so careful not to put my name or my credibility on the line based on getting some money from a platform. That's not my get up. That is not what is going to help us close the wealth gap. We have got to do things in this day and time that are for sure. And so that's what's happening with him. And um, there is a spate of crypto probes in the United States that's prompting battered digital asset firms to look forward to hubs overseas and they're going to hubs overseas because we're getting beat up so bad. And I say, we, they haven't, we don't custody anybody's coin, so we shouldn't have any problems at our exchange. However, they're battering some of these other cryptocurrency exchanges so bad that many of them are now going over to Singapore, Hong Kong, uh, Europe or Dubai enticing they're enticed actually by these regulators and their tax advantages and just friendlier governments, according to the interviews that we were looking at yesterday. And there's dozens of executives and former regulators and investors and analysis that are moving to those regions to see how they can move forward in this cryptocurrency space. And ultimately this um, battering of cryptocurrency companies because they chose to do business with the wrong cryptocurrency exchange is really going to stifle innovation, I feel like, in this United States. But it's not going to stifle us getting the asset that matters, the cryptocurrency asset that matters, that matters, and that is Bitcoin. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is some of the things, those are some of the things that are happening in this space. The biggest one with, with like I said, with Paul Pierce, uh, if they really take a look at all of the African-Americans and the Latinx community that got involved in the wrong thing, they didn't get involved. Well, they might have got involved in FTX because of Steph Curry. But I do know that there were a lot of people that were well aware that FTX was the wrong platform because of some of the other things that they had done prior to Steph Curry coming on board. And so I am um, just watching as they begin to roll out this new road map. And uh, we're going to go kicking and screaming. In fact, because I was just made aware of this actual letter that came out from the White House, we'll definitely be sending a res response. And then there's another group of us that are working to ensure that our community gets our fair share and we are able to participate in this space without any of the uh, hindrances that they have been as it relates to purchasing of properties um, at a discount with special tax uh, stipulations and things of that sort, because we haven't been able to participate in those things ever unless we were accredited investors. And so we're not going to, we, they can't, 
they can't do that to us in this time. And I know I'm saying they can't. I am prayerful that they won't. But I have talked to so many people in this space that are making finally the types of money with their investments that they would have hoped to have done in the past. People are just ready to absolutely move. And I'm not even kidding. I was on a a conference call with somebody about two and a half weeks ago, and they stated if for some reason the United States government decided they wanted to stop them from utilizing their platforms to get this type of interest on their cryptocurrency, they were going to just move out of the country. And it's been a whole lot of people talking the same talk. And I've said that we're going to have to make sure that we have our options in place. And so options come with having the financial wherewithal to be able to pick up and move if you need to. And if you're relying on all of the things that we've been promised that may or may not be here. Um, I just know watching my mother retire and I want to say it was in about 2009. I may be wrong, but I watched my mom retire about two months before the market crashed and everybody that retired after her did not come out unscathed like she did because when markets crash, your 401ks, your retirement, everything that you have staked and depending on it literally goes away with that point in time. And so I had after that not found one employee and I'm going to tell you not one employee because again, I used to be a financial advisor. I'm not anymore on purpose, but I could not find one Los Angeles sheriff officer, a firefighter, a teacher or anybody that we were going into their houses, looking at their 401ks. I couldn't find anybody that had over $250,000 in their 401k accounts because right after that 2008, 2009 debacle with the banks and, and the housing market and all of those things, everybody took a major loss. We cannot afford to do that moving forward. So ladies and gentlemen, start please thinking critically about what you're doing with your savings, how you're investing, what you're doing, how you're doing it. And if you need to to speak to somebody, again, I'm not a financial advisor anymore, but I can unravel really what a 401k is and how it operates the goods, the bad, and the un- indif- indifferent, um, just just reach out. Send me a text message. Just uh, send me an email at Roberts, and I'll share that information. A lot of times we share that inside of the Virtual Underground Railroad because we've got to know. We've got to understand what's going on. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we would continue our cryptocurrency conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Old money, old money, new money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the midday money chain on KBLA Talk 1580. Now, now, now let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA, KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome forward. So as we look at or listen to some of the things that the federal government is doing to safeguard our community from cryptocurrency, Please know, again, that Bitcoin cryptocurrency is going nowhere anytime soon. In fact, yesterday, the state of Wyoming passed a bill that protects its citizens from having to disclose their private keys with a singular exception. 
having now been approved by the state Senate and House of Representatives, is now simply needs to be signed by the governor in order to take effect. The bill states that no person shall be compelled to produce a private key or make a private key known to any other person in any civil, criminal, administrative, legislative, or other proceeding in that state that relates to their digital asset, digital identity, or any other interest or right to which the private key provides access unless the public key is unavailable or unable to disclose the requisite information with respect to the digital asset, digital identity, or other interests are right. And the reason why they are doing this, Wyoming is a cryptocurrency friendly state. And there are a lot of us who hold our corporations in Wyoming. I never stepped foot in Wyoming, but I own Wyoming corporations because of how they function and how they are cryptocurrency friendly. And I've had corporations there since 2018. And so I am super excited that Wyoming legislation is actually has actually passed this bill and they're waiting on the governor to sign it. And who knows, we are waiting on the final stamp of approval on this landmark bill. And I think that other states are going to follow as they want to continue to keep businesses rolling through their states that are doing good things. Like we're not doing illicit activity. This is not illicit activity. This is us having or obtaining our own money and doing our own thing and shopping peer to peer, doing what we need to do to make sure that our families are well without leaving our financial future in the hands of the bankers that have not traditionally done well by us in the past. And so that being said, my hat goes off to those individuals in Wyoming that are being a champion for that change. The other thing that I wanted to share is billionaire, um, Mr. Billionaire, George Soros has actually delved a little deeper in the cryptocurrency space and he is putting millions of dollars and this millions of dollars came out uh, at the end of the year because he had to file a 13F with the Securities and Exchange Commission. He has purchased over $39.6 million worth of convertible uh, types of investments, I'll say it that way, that had to do with cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency mining companies. He is investing in microstrategies. He is investing in uh, some other hedge funds that HUD hedge funds that are doing a whole lot of things as it relates to Bitcoin specifically. Bitcoin specifically, because uh, MicroStrategy is holding nearly 20 million uh, of his money into their preferred shares because MicroStrategy is considered to be the proxy for holding Bitcoin because their company's large Bitcoin holdings. And again, I say Bitcoin holdings because he's not holding at MicroStrategy tons of Ethereum 
tons of Dogecoin, tons of Daisy. He's just not doing that. He is doing Bitcoin. And again, ladies and gentlemen, we need to really figure out what is going to matter at the end of the day. And that's what you need to have in your portfolio. So again, Mr. Soros is delving deeper and deeper into the cryptocurrency space because he knows what's about to happen all around this world. And so we need to just make sure that we're in place too with our $6 a day or $6 a month or $6 a year, whatever you want to do. But ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we will jump into our daily dollar cost average. When we come forward, this is ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. You're linked to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Find a righteous range and don't be afraid to say what you see for KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. So we have a historical day in the Bitcoin space today. And you all will remember February 17th, 2023, for a long time to come, when the price gets up there, you're going to think about, man, I was there at the very beginning. Well, today, ladies and gentlemen, Bitcoin addresses with more than one penny in it rose to about 44 million. It hit the all time record. So, let me just break this down quick. There are 44 million Bitcoin wallets right now that hold better than a zero balance because people open up wallets all the time. They don't put anything in it. But in the Bitcoin space, there are 44 million wallets that have more than a zero balance. We're still early, folks. Just think of that. If you have $6 in a wallet somewhere, you are one of those 44 million. And just think about how many billions of people there are in the world. So we're doing a good. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have the dollar cost average on our owner, on our own. A DCA a day keeps poverty away. So go ahead and do that at your leisure. Please don't touch that dial, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank each and every one of you for rocking with me. Here on Ahead of the Crypto Curve, we are making way for the D.L. Hughley Show. And ladies and gentlemen, we are creating Satoshi Millionaires. One family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And that means... You're listening to Nadja Roberts on Ahead of the Crypto Curve. Please follow her on all social media platforms at Nadja Roberts. No underscores, no dots, no numbers, just Nadja Roberts. Let's close the wealth gap. It's our turn. Learn or get left behind. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.